And it kind of turned into like an audition for Britain's Got Talent. We had people singing, <laughs> we had jokes, we've had people doing backflips. Um, you just it's, it's the fun and the energy in the room. And I always say this, as a bride and groom, if, if you give me something back in Safaris, if you give me that energy and the energy in the room of all the people, you get, you get a better product for myself. Welcome to the Yes To I Do podcast, your weekly wedding planning show hosted by Jack Brister and Chris Piercy. Hello and welcome to this episode of Yes To I Do. Uh, I'm Jack Brister and I'm your host for today along with uh, my co-host Chris Piercy. Say hello Chris. Hello. How are you doing today Chris? Yeah, I'm very good. Just finished a nice cup of tea so all is right in the world. Oh, what more could you ask for, really? Uh, and we're joined here today by our very special guest, James Hewitt. James, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well, thank you. Good, thanks uh, Thanks for joining us today. So, um, Chris, would you like to very quickly just sort of explain what Yes Do I Do is? So, Yes Do I Do is your weekly wedding planning podcast. Uh, in each episode, we are joined by a special guest. In this case, it's James, who is a videographer. Now, in each episode, we will talk over their particular part of the industry. So we're talking about video at your wedding, as well as a, a specific topic which the uh, special guest has chosen. It's not a complicated premise, but we want to make sure that you know exactly what you're getting yourself in for. Perfect. And uh, would you just quickly explain who I and you are? So for people who don't know who we are uh, what and what we do, so we are what we do, really. So to explain to everyone who doesn't know who we are, so that's everyone. Uh, my name is Chris Piercy. I'm a magician who's based down in Dorset. Uh, Jack is a magician who is based in Norfolk. We both specialise in the wedding industry and between us have performed hundreds of weddings uh, and obviously helped brides with the planning process along the way as well. So we put together this podcast in an attempt to try and help you plan the best wedding possible. Couldn't have put it better myself. So now it is my great honour uh, to introduce James to the podcast today. Uh, James, would you like to quickly explain what it is that you do and what company you run? I run, my company is called Film Media and this is, I've just finished my fourth season so I'm still relatively new. Um, but I film people's day, you know, where so they can relive it in years to come. Perfect. And um, I kind of want to sort of straight away bunny hop off yesterday's podcast talking about uh, social media and uh, phones at weddings. What, what kind of sort of opinion do you have? Because, of course, when you're filming, it's something that can be done on, uh, could be considered to be done on an iPhone these days. Uh, what sort of what's your opinion on having phones out and being used regularly at weddings uh, these days? Well, I think there's a, a definitely there's a time and a place for that. Um, usually in the evening <laughs> um, when everyone's had a few drinks that's quite good fun but the thing is if if as a bride and groom if you've, if you've gone and hired a photographer or, or a videographer like myself then that's their job to do that you know and I know everyone's easily got access to an iPhone now or, or a smart a smartphone and um, they can do photos and videos but it's just not the same you know absolutely I think that's that's uh, very true um, so I've obviously I've worked with you a couple of times, James, and uh, I know how great you are, and, and you know how you go about filming a wedding. But what would you describe your style as as a videographer? Uh, my style is very documentive, documentive, <laughs> documentive, documentary, document. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah We know like. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what are those words? Yeah, doc documentary. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, there's there's lots of different styles. Um, with videographers um there's lots of different ones especially around the norfolk area i don't know about yourself chris where you are if you if you come across any different styles of videographers in what you do yeah absolutely i mean i think that the documentary style I mean, for those that are kind of not aware of what that means is that can you, can you explain just to, so there's is that, you know, for us it's uh, it means something okay. yeah well um basically I, I like to try and 
film the day as it happens. So when you get your video back, you see the day as it happens. Whereas some other videographers, um, you see, you, you kind of see like the speech is mixed in with, with couple time. And by couple time, I mean it's during the day, myself and the photographer, we usually take the couple out and do some some walking, holdy handy, ring shots, some, some actual couple time. Uh, some videographers take that footage and use like the speech on top of that or, or various other things like the, the I do's from the vowels and stuff. So for me, that's not my style. I like to try and show the day as it is. So if, if, if you book me, for an example, from bridal prep in the morning to, to a bride getting ready up until the first dance, then you see that video in that order, if that makes sense. So I try yes. to document the day. Okay, Absolutely. and... Um... Is it a, um, do you keep it very natural and let it kind of flow or do you kind of give instructions to the couples? Uh, I try and keep it natural as I can. Uh, obviously in my head when I'm, when I'm working, I, I suppose it's the same with you guys when you're doing your magic. In your mind you have a checklist of things that you want to, to, to get done within that allotted time. Um, at weddings it, it can be a rush uh, insofar as getting people in for food, um, sitting down to do the speeches and, and you've got to try and work and, in that allotted time to, to get the bits that you need to do before I mean like a big factor as it's getting uh, in later into the year now so a big factor for me I'm thinking weddings coming up we're looking at how long it's going to take for it to get dark in the evening because if we haven't taken the couple out and done and done their couple bits or if we haven't done you know group shots even um, I mean I'd say the group shots more important for a photographer because that's that's kind of one of the things but from my standpoint I still like to try and capture like group group photography as well because it's a nice extra to have in the video, uh, which I usually put along with music. But I try and again, as I'm just saying, you're trying to battle against the light, especially this time of year. So it's 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 getting into mind that if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, it does. And I think um, yeah, going sort of back just a touch to to your style. I know that you, whenever you do a, an edit, you always put up a, a show reel online so people can see how you work and what kind of shots you capture but uh, the thing that you don't see is the full edit because you put together what something that's like an hour and a half sometimes two hours long something like that it's a long uh, full video and that's I think the main difference between someone who does a documentary style mm. and perhaps someone who's a bit more stylized with their um, with by overlaying the speeches and that kind of thing and I think that's something that you do that that I, I really like anyway so that you get a real representation of what happened in the day I mean, what what I try and do is when when I come home from a wedding, I sometimes come home with four plus hours worth of footage. Mm -hmm. So when I get it back into the when I get it back home and I actually get put it on the computer and and sit through it, people don't want to sit through four or five hours worth of of, of film. Not just that, it, no one no one would want that anyway. And there's there's times during the day where obviously people walk in front of the camera and, and it's my job then to edit that down into a more condensed. I think an, around an hour is what I usually say for a full length video. And I do a show reel as well, which I I call it show reel, but it's highlight. So basically, it's I usually set it to the first dance song or around that time, which is usually three to four minutes, and it's just a nice way. So if you've got friends on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, you can put that video on there, and your friends can kind of see the highlights of your day. Yeah, I think that's the what I always think that a wedding film should be about. I mean, I I appreciate that some people will want that kind of longer kind of style of things, but I always think that. I don't know if I'm being rude or brash about this, but I think if you've got a, a wedding video that's like over an hour long, how how often are you really going to sit down and watch that? Whereas a highlight thing, I think, is the sort of thing where it's going to really going to it's going to spark the those kind of like fond memories of the day. Oh, do you remember when this happened? Remember that happened? Because um, I remember I had one I was speaking to a videographer before who'd filmed me at a wedding, 
and I was asking if he had, so I knew he'd been filming me for quite a while, so I said to him, oh, could you cut together something for me from the footage that you've got? And he said, oh, have, have a look at the, here's, here's the, the, the product, the final product that I gave them, um, let me know um, what you think of that. And I think the bulk of your stuff is at the one hour 18 mark. I was like, hey, the, the one hour 18 mark, what? So I went and watched the thing, and bearing in mind I performed at the drinks reception, so I'm not even, we're not even halfway through the day, and I, there was literally four minutes of me performing at one, minute, one hour 18, and the whole wedding film was two and a half hours long. And I'm, yeah, and I was like, okay, if that's what the couple have asked for, then that's absolutely fine. If that's how they want their day represented, and, gonna, and they feel they're going to watch that back. But I mean, do, do you do you honestly think that someone's going to, or how how often do you think someone is going to watch back over their wedding film? Oh, I say maybe once a year, probably around yeah. their anniversary time. Um, the reason I, the reason I make it an hour long. Is because I want to give them value for money. If they've spent that amount of money on me for the day, they they want to see what they've they've paid for. And um, with a service, sometimes alone can be twenty thirty minutes. Same with speeches. That I've, I've been to speeches sometimes that last forty five minutes and onwards. Uh, I, I always try and keep it around the hour mark. So I think that's that that's a fairly reasonable amount of time. Uh, I, I see what you're saying about the whole show reel and and highlights and stuff like that. But it's again for me because I do documentative style. I want to give them that style, if that makes sense. Absolutely, and I think what's nice about the way James does it is that you do both. You do the the short show reel and you do the uh, the long hour long video, which I think is really nice. So you know when they want to watch the full length video, they can do that. But equally, if they want to just show a friend a four or five minute clip, you know they've got that whole thing uh, condensed into four or five minutes. So I think. The fact you do both means you cater to both um, both parties, and they can do what they want with it, really. And you, you know, you're doing it for uh, you're good doing it because you're showing value. But at the same time, they can choose what they want from it, which I think is really nice. Um, I think something that that's really important with videography, if we can touch on it quickly before we move on to the next topic, um, is that it's not something that necessarily instantly jumps to someone's mind, much like magicians don't instantly jump to a, a bride's mind. Obviously, a venue does, and then a photographer does, and a florists, and all that kind of stuff sort of jump to mind, and then videography, magicians, entertainment generally fall a bit back. Uh, so why, in your mind, do you think video is such an important part of a wedding day, and why do you think all brides should have some uh, a videographer there? I think it's uh, just as important, or if not more important, than photography. Um, personally for me again it's down to personal taste isn't it really but personally for me I, I like to see something back insofar as I can relive the day by watching my day back and and I love the idea of um, photos my wife's a photographer um, so nothing against her or any other photographers that are listening um, but I just think for me personally video it, it's nice to try and immerse yourself back in that day and, and you can see if, if you've got small children at a wedding or if you've got elderly relatives and you've got friends it's, it's one of the only times you have all your friends and family all in one room so it's nice to ch- kind of get in that zone and, and, and rewatch it well, can really... I just touch on one more quick thing oh, Sorry. Yeah, can I just touch on one more quick thing just, just going back to just what we are talking about the length of the video Chris yeah I'm one of the only videographers that I know of in this area that offers a cinema experience. So insofar as my, my videos are an hour long, I, I can do a premiere. I, I'm in touch with a cinema locally and I can premiere their wedding video at the cinema for the first time. So again, it's nice for them to get their guests back and they can relive that day together. Wow, that's cool. I didn't know he did that. 
I had I've never heard of anything like that before. That is that is quite something, and that's the sort of thing that you would, you would have to have something of of length in order for that to work. I mean, I want I would uh, I would hate to sound like I was dissing that long videos at all, but uh, yeah, it was just for for clarity on what your your opinion was on it. Um, but yeah, I think that the kind of highlights combined with that is about the perfect package for uh, a couple looking to get uh, a video done. I mean. One thing I wanted to say was that the how much I love video in terms of I, I really like reaction shots as a magician performing uh, and just seeing kind of the look on people's faces and um, and that's great. But I think what is astonishing in video is because it's all very well seeing a photo, but that catches a single single moment, right? With video, you get to see that transformation from kind of poker face or whatever up to the kind of full astonishment. Um, and witnessing that kind of change, and whether it's as a result of a card trick or whether it's a father of the bride seeing his daughter in for the first time, I mean, photos can capture it, but I can understand why video is so important to you as well because it kind of shows that uh, shows the change as well. It's um, for me, it's it's the emotion um, because weddings can be really emotional. And, and as you just pointed out, the father seeing his daughter for the first time in her dress is an absolute, one of my favourite shots, especially in the morning, because it's just, you know, you, you see the, the actual emotion in his face and in her face. And, and, and you, as much as you can bring that to life on, on a photograph, it's not the same as actually reliving it, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I think that video is a very kind of, is probably the most powerful medium of kind of reliving that uh, or reliving any, any single moment, because... As much as a, a, a photograph can, a video can probably just do that a little bit more, maybe, with the right person behind the camera, at least. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, I think it's now a kind of a perfect time to sort of segue into what uh, James's main topic for today. Uh, we obviously, as you know, um, regular listeners will know that we give a list out to our guests and ask them to pick a topic that they'd like to talk about. Uh, and James would like to talk about uh, something that uh, I th I'm very passionate about, and I know Chris is as well, and that's what uh, people actually remember about a wedding day. Uh, James, what was the reason for you choosing to that topic to talk about today? It was kind of... I was, I was thinking about this the other day because... When you when you see bride and grooms, at especially wedding fairs, upcoming bride and grooms at wedding fairs, they look at they look at video sometimes. They go, "Oh yeah, we'd like a video, but it's going to be a last minute thing." And I, and I guess as a magician, you guys, it's kind of they they look at that. Oh, it's, if we've got extra cash, do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, that's very true for us. Yeah. So for me, it's a case of yes, at low, you can spend thousands upon thousands at weddings, and the way I look at it is you could spend money on things like sweet carts and, and um, chair covers and, and stuff like that. It's all very lovely and nice, but looking back in 10 years, are you going to remember your sweet cart? Are you going to remember your chair covers? Whereas for what I do, you can relive that. And the same with what you do in a way, because you give an impact in magic and you can show people and they'll go, oh, that magician was fantastic. Or I can relive and watch that video again. Do you know what I mean? So we kind of go hand in hand in that in that way, I suppose. I guess yeah, we're for sure. Um, sorry, Chris, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Um, but I, I was just kind of just going to agree with James really in that I, I know when I'm talking to a bride and groom um, and especially if it's quite late on before they, they book me and uh, you know their, their wedding is only a couple of weeks away or maybe a month away or something like that, which isn't uncommon I think in our industry as entertainers when they think you know it's a last minute thing to book the entertainment because they just have a bit of extra cash. 
Um, but we're one of the things that, that people are going to remember. Um, a fr- good, very good friend of mine says that people at events only remember two things. They remember the food and they remember the funny. So they remember the, the, how, how good the food was and they remember how entertaining the entertainment was. Um, and I think, you know, for, for us in that instance, it works perfectly well. And as a videographer, it allows you to capture those moments um, that wouldn't be able to be captured uh, via a, a photo or just through your memory. I think it's a great chance to capture something perfectly. So, um, Chris, I know you were about to say something there, so I'll hand it back over to you to, to make your point. Yeah, I think that there's two different things we're talking about here. We're talking about what is really memorable about weddings and what is very forgettable about weddings. Uh, so I think that, yeah, for instance, when James flies the wedding film to to their clients, are they going to look back through their film and go, oh, isn't it great that we got the mango-coloured chair covers? <laughs> no, one, no, one's, no one's looking back at their wedding film saying that, right? They are... They're looking at the faces of the people more than anything else. I'd say they're looking at they're they're looking at the emotions. You know, obviously, and a good videographer is going to capture those emotions perfectly. So it's it's I think it's so, so much more about the experience that you're providing for yourself and your guests at the day rather than other things. Now, I, mean, I, I don't want to. I mean, venue styling is important, right? And things. It creates an ambiance. It creates uh, goes in with a theme, maybe. And you walk in, and you can see, wow, that venue has been styled fantastically. But people aren't really going to remember it five years down the line. You know, they will remember how you made them feel. So yeah, maybe the venue sign will make you go, wow, that's absolutely incredible. Like I, I really felt like I was whatever. Um, because they're really passionate about it. Um, but when I think the point I'm trying to make is. A wedding is essentially a party with a, some formal stuff at the start. So the things that people are going to remember are the food and the funny, like you said. So, you know, why those sort of things should be thought about much earlier on in proceedings. And I think some some couples really get that and some just don't. Yeah, uh, not only um, are the food and the funny going to be remembered, but also you've got to think about how you're going to capture those foods and funny moments. You know, and obviously why we've got a, a videographer on today, um, because I can't think of a better way to capture certainly the entertainment, perhaps the food. You know, you can never really recreate that, um, but it gives you a chance to see what it looks like. But the funny, the entertainment, there's no better way to capture that other than with film. Uh, I I think anyway. Um, do you agree? I, I think it's I think it's a mindset, and I don't know where this mindset's come from. It's it's a mindset in a bride's mind. She thinks right, we need the venue, we need the dress, and we need a photographer, and that's the mindset of of a bride and groom. And you, you, every now and then, I don't know about you guys, but every now and then you come across one who goes right. I know a hundred percent. I want this filmed that before I book anything else. I want it filmed, and that comes around so f- infrequently. And, and I don't know where that mindset came from. I just guess people throughout the years gone, right, make sure you get your photographer, make sure you, you, you get your dress, make sure you get your venue. And there's loads of other things you can you can have to your day, like, like a video, like a magician, stuff that adds extra to the day. And and it, it, in some mindset, it's kind of like a way they think, well, we'll do that if we've got budget. But it shouldn't be like that. And that's that's one of the things we're trying to change in the business. Absolutely. And that's why we've, I think that's part of the reason why we've started this podcast as well is to, to open people's eyes to some different types of suppliers that they may never have known existed. 
Um, so or or would not necessarily have thought about earlier on. So like a videographer, maybe if we you know, we have brides on here listening who are very early on in their planning stages and are now thinking, oh well, maybe actually a videographer is a really good idea. And that's something that I think this this podcast was started for. Uh, Chris, hey James, I was just wondering what your opinion is on whether um, kind of recent advances in technology is anything to do with the fact that kind of um, video is becoming more of a thing. So I think that it's definitely more of a thing that for me now than it was when I started kind of sort of eight, nine, ten years ago. So is it a case that the cameras have got to the point where they're kind of small enough and high quality enough that uh, a professional looking film can now be made and people, so that is now an option for people, whereas, you know, you go back ten years, you'd have to have a, um, a camera that was like literally over the shoulder type one in order to kind of provide the quality footage and then the edit afterwards. And uh, so, do you think that uh, that kind of technological evolution is going to has contributed to video becoming more of a thing, and will it continue for the future? Then, such that it's going to be more in brides' minds. I definitely think. Obviously, technology has come on a long way, and um, I'm, as I'm, I'm fairly new, I'm four years in, so that is still fairly new in the business. I know other videographers who've been doing it 10, 20 years, much longer than me. Um, I think it is becoming more of an important thing, and that's that's the way forward. For we we want it to become more popular. Um, obviously, for myself, <laughs> that'd be that'd be great, and and other videographers as well. Um, as I said, everyone everyone's got an iPhone and everyone's got um a, a smartphone. But sometimes you, you you go to wedding shows and you say, oh, can I interest you in wedding video? And some people are like, oh, we can just stick a GoPro in the bouquet, and it's not the same. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 it's it's like someone would say, oh, I don't need a magician. I've got a pack of cards in my pocket. Let the kids do it. It's, it's not the same, is it? No, absolutely. I think that's um, a point that I was then going to make is that uh, obviously with the advancements in technology, as Chris has already mentioned, that can also bring into the idea that anyone can do it. So I think when we move on, uh, I don't know if you're ready to move on to the quickfire questions, Chris. Can, can I just say one? You want to say? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you go, James, and then Chris. I know Chris has got another point to make as well, so... Uh, yeah, again, it's it's not just being able to pick up a camera, it's being able to pick up a camera and do it properly. Mm. Any, anyone can buy a camera, anyone can go down to Argos or wherever and buy a camera, but you've, you've got to be able to do it properly. And it's not just that, it's having all the, the time, the editing skills, the right tools, because mm. like, as soon as that day's finished, the day's not over for me, it's just beginning. Um, because you've got then hours and hours of footage to sift through and, and make it just right. So yeah, I think that one of my uh, favourite sayings with... Oh comes from photography but obviously it applies directly for videography as well as so the most important thing about a camera is the person holding it exactly okay i think i've uh, teased and pressured james enough and I, and I think he's answered all his questions very well so i'm i'm rather impressed so that's good and um, i think that leads us on very nicely for the quick fire questions which jack will be asking james today so i'll uh, oh, i'm worried <laughs> i wouldn't be worried just yet uh so the quick fire questions uh the first question is your number one tip for hiring a videographer Look at their work. Okay. Because there's so many out there, it's got to be right for you on the day. Perfect. And uh, so the second question is, what's the best thing you've, or your favourite moment at a wedding? My favourite moment yeah. ever, of all time? Yeah. Um, my favourite moment at a wedding, I, I do guest messages in the evening, which is great fun. And you get some amazing moments. So I did a wedding last Saturday where I go around and speak to the guests and it kind of turned into like an audition for Britain's Got Talent. We had people singing, we had jokes, we've had people doing backflips. Um, you just—it's it's the fun and the energy in the room. And I always say this: 
as a bride and groom, if if you give me something back in Safaris, if you give me that energy and the energy in the room of all the people, you get you get a better product from myself. And I guess that's similar to magic. If you get that thing back from them, if you get the energy and 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 the the people wanting to be part of it, then you you give them more back. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, I do. That makes perfect sense. Uh, okay, and then conversely, what is your worst wedding moment? Worst wedding moment. Um, it was a wedding in Newmarket, and I. And I forgot my, my I forgot my microphone um, for the bride and groom, and I was at the church. I forgot my microphone. I was like, oh God's sake, I forgot forgot my microphone. And um, I started filming the wedding, and I realised that my microphone, my other one, my main one on my camera, was unplugged. Oh no! So you had no. <laughs> so there was audio. no backup. And I was like, no. Um, luckily, I managed to. I, I spotted it just in the nick of time, but it was that for me. And also, I was late getting to the reception because I couldn't find. I was driving around New Markets, only a small place, but. It was kind of like in the in the race grounds. I didn't know where it was going. Oh yes, so that no, was a I... bad day. Bad day at the office. Yeah, I know the uh, <laughs> I know the area, so I know the uh, the troubles you've gone through. And then uh, finally, what is your number one tip for for planning a wedding? Your general planning tip. Planning a wedding, I think you've got to know what you want, and um, and and you've got to go into it, and you've got to kind of like. Don't just always stick to your budget because sometimes just by looking a little bit more and and thinking about what what you can stretch to, you, you can get more for your money, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Uh, okay. And then, of course, I nearly forgot today's random question. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, <laughs> don't don't be said... so disheartened, Jack, because like, we, we, we agreed that whatever you ask James, I have to answer too. So, you know. And okay. It's just fun. Don't ask Chris first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it has to be you first, James. Right. I think today's random question will be, who is your favourite artist, your uh, music artist? Favourite music artist? What, currently? Yeah, yeah or... singer. Yep. Uh, I quite like Anne-Marie at the moment. Perfect. Uh, just, uh, I saw her perform um, before Ed Sheeran. I went to see him earlier on in the year, and uh, yeah, I'm listening to her album at the moment. Perfect. Uh, Chris? <sighs> Can't let me answer that. Um... Also, I love Ed Sheeran, but it's every wedding. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm. Ah, oh, you put me on the spot now. Um, Come on, Chris. <laughs> my favourite band of all time is probably Faith No More, because yeah, of all time, what was it? Um, yeah, it could have been all time. What if you got a different oh, one? Oh. If it's all time, Tenacious D. Tenacious D. Oof, of all time. There you go. Yeah. Okay. And, well. Uh, I... I love your, your just the looks here. You guys give me a kind of like no wrong choice. <laughs> no, tenacious D is absolutely fine. You know, yeah. co- comedy rock. What's not to love, right? Comedy rock. That's what I'm about. I'm about having fun, enjoying some fun. Yeah, there you go. I couldn't think of a better way to finish the podcast. Well, we better wrap it up then. Thanks very much for everyone who's tuned in and listened. Join us tomorrow for another episode. I've been Chris Piercy. I've been John Brister. And I've been James Hewitt, and you can check my website out at www.filmmedia.co.uk. You can find me at www.theluxurymagician.com. And Chris? I'm not going to bother saying you www. I'm just going to say chrispiercymagic.co.uk. Is that cool, you see? That cool. Yeah. All right, we will see you, or you will hear from us, I should say, tomorrow. Can I just say, oh, thank, yes, of course th- you thank you both for having me on, and I'd love to come back again in the future if you have me. Oh, absolutely. We'd love to have you back. Uh, Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Go well. Bye. Thank you for listening to Yes Do I Do. Please remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram using the tag at Yes Do I Do Podcast.